Welcome back to Wax Wednesdays. Why join the name when you can be a pirate? And I'm here with Gideon. When you be a pirate? <laughs> See, I, Why be a pirate when you can join the Navy? And well, welcome back, guys. We're on the Australian <laughs> ship this week. <laughs> Ironically that Lewis t- couldn't do the intro this, this week properly because he told me off last week for it. But Oh, yeah. Anyways. I got, yeah, I got stage fright. First time in a long time. Oh, Louis. Anyways, we had both. <laughs> I feel like we say this every week. We've had both big weekends, but we'll strive on. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep going. All right, well, we are flying the Australian uh, flag this week and playing Australian music from the Australian pirate ship. Yeah, we are. So a bit of the old, uh, you know, got to dig through our records, pay homage to the homeland. Exactly. So I kind of teased this one last week that I was playing. I mentioned that. Did you I actually? Saw, yeah, I did. It was mentioned Torah. So I'm playing the Melbourne Museum and talk about live music and we're talking about how I saw them live. Yeah. They were just so fucking good. <laughs> so you bought their record? So I bought their record. I'll play it here. I'll play it first for you guys. Um, and it's just really good. That's all I got to say about it. It's like a four-piece band from Byron Bay. Is that their debut? No, they, their, album debut, yeah, their debut album was like probably like seven, eight years ago. Okay. This is probably their biggest record. That, like they're, see, there's like five glorified singles that are just like incredible. Yep. I'll play my favorite one. Um, but so they've been doing this sort of the rounds on the on the uh, on the radio stations at the minute. Yeah, a little bit. I saw them play on the side stage at Splendor in the Grass in 2011, and they were like little kids back then. They must have been like 15, 16. Jeez, that's a throwback. Now they must be in like their mid twenties. And I was just finishing school then. Yeah, what were you doing when you were 15? You weren't finishing school. Oh, no, wait. no, no, no. In 2011, I was just finishing <laughs> yeah, school. A few years younger than me. That's right. I finished school already. I finished in 09. In 09. Um, but good times. What have you got? I got a mix, uh, a bit of a Melbourne mix. So some of these records I sort of I bought for a number of reasons. Uh, well, two two Melbourne artists and one guy from Queensland who I have played before, but um, it took me a while to get my hands on his first album. And that guy's Natural Selection. And I got my hands on his album where he went out in like the rainforest and like sampled all the birds and and rainforest noises and mashed that into a into some tunes. And then um, yeah, bought a few other records based on a few different things. I got. Bought one record because I love the artist who did the album cover, Kip Bennett. He's a bit of a local Fitzroy artist. <laughs> this is the one that hangs up in your yeah, room, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I t- took it off my room on display and to finally to give it a spin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not just art, is it? <laughs> no, it's, it's probably his first play. Wow. Yeah, interesting times. <laughs> so yeah, I got a, you know some Virgin Records coming up for you guys. Amazing. Well, it's nice and uh, sunny weather now in Melbourne days. So yeah, I nearly feel like this is also like a bit of a summer playlist. Well, not yeah. like a, no, like a warming up. That's what I was going to say. It's like the, it's like very nice, soulful, yeah. electronic indie, but Australian. I don't know. It's hard to explain what Australian music is. Encourage you to go outside and do your bad habits. You know, <laughs> in a beer garden of a pub instead. Yeah, but Australian music is very like indie. I, I would describe it if there's one word. Yeah, that whole Australia. Yeah, that like independent. There's definitely a sound to independent Australian music. For sure. And I think it's really iconic. And I think the bands that, and artists that will play will probably exemplify that one. Yeah, I reckon. Most of them, definitely. Uh, well, should we just play it then? Yeah, let's go, Gideon. All right, like, slap on tour. I'm actually keen to hear them. All right, let's do it. That's what I'm crazy, motherfucker. Oh, I'm a crazy lover. Don't 
Good collection of records, kids. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, they've all uh, all artists I've seen. That was uh, started off with Torah that we talked about before, and then it was 
Andreas Fox and Oscar K. Sung that are also local Melbourne dudes that I've seen perform at a, whole, a bunch of clubs around Melbourne. And then last was Hiatus Coyote, who the one band I actually haven't seen in Australia, but I have seen them and that was in Brooklyn. But you've seen them too. Louis. Yeah, yeah. I've seen um, I've seen Hiatus Coyote and I think I've seen Napalm as well as a solo piece. Uh, her her solo, Wait, she put out her solo maybe last year or the year before. I can't remember. I got a bit yeah, confused with that one. I think, of, yeah, I think last year. Yeah, in the last edition of Australian Music uh, podcast that we did, I actually played the Napalm single. Yeah, that you did. One. But yeah, Australian Music's got its real nation, a real scene to it. But I think that's even bigger than Australian Music is the Australian Music Festival scene. Definitely. Particularly, you know, just with that, yeah, with a public draw card as well. Like, every, I reckon everyone under the age of 30 probably goes to eight, like the moment they turn 15. 18. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, no, for sure. But what I mean, like when you look at the turn eighteen, you finish school, you go to a music festival. That's just like what? That's just the yeah, culture it's now. Passage. Yeah, it's the culture now. But if you compare out that scene to like overseas, where like in America they have like Burning Man and Coachella, and like yeah, one and day festivals, but they're not as big as like they're not as constant. Like we have so many. Like just in Victoria, there's like Rainbow Music Festival, there's Strawberry Fields. Um, there's like every genre as well. Falls Festival, Meredith, Golden Plains. Like there's just so many camping festivals that we can talk about. <laughs> like it just becomes ridiculous. And that's where this Australian music, I guess, really gets to you have a favorite. Play. Um well the Australian music, well, that's what they all play locally. The my my favorite. I, I love festivals, but I nearly I prefer if I want to see an artist that I love, I'd rather see oh depends. But I would Rainbow always try Serpent and see Festival for me is probably the big the really? best one. I've done it like four or five times now, so like it's just like a great electronic music festival out in the desert, just well round. I've been doing it for twenty years. Yeah, but I fucking love New Year's Eve, <laughs> and that's yeah. just a full local Australian bands. That was your first time the other year, wasn't it? Yeah, I reckon this year I'll go back again. Wild. Uh, what's your favorite uh, music festival? Uh, I have been. My favorite location for the festival has probably been um, Marion Bay for Tasmania Falls. Like you can't get better than that. Like on the you know walk down to the beach in the morning, it looks out into the bay in Tasmania. And I guess it makes it more of a holiday because I just love Tasmania so much. So I think I'm jaded, but uh, my favourite festival is Golden Plains. Yeah, and that's where the Australian music really shines. Like all the acts are pretty much Australian and obviously the headliners from overseas, but there's just so much incredible music that you get yeah. to witness. Yeah, exactly. And again, I think, you know, both of those festivals that I said of, you know, awesome natural settings and definitely the setting, like, and like you said, the desert, like that natural setting can make or break a festival really, particularly in Australia. Oh, for sure. But there is something about seeing your favourite artist in a small intimate setting in a venue where only like 100, 200 people are in. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I would not swap that. As good as like a raging festival like dance floor is to like an incredible artist, like give me like the, the are we going to plug the rookies again on Wednesday night at <laughs> the Rook's return? Fuck <laughs> me, we're not getting paid for that. We need to stop. <laughs> um, but so talking about your artist, Louis, have you seen them play before? No, I've not seen any of them. Uh, Cooking on Three Burners, who I will play, I... I've seen them. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't been able to see them. I reckon... Because <clears throat> they were originally the rhythm section of an Australian band that I've forgotten stupidly. You know, you should never plug shit that you... Only half remember. Yeah, it's coming, Lou. But uh, yeah, I saw them play at Northside Records. So not a full yeah, oh, gig, I missed, but like yeah, I missed that gig. in store. Uh, those Northside Records in stores are sick. I went and saw Sam for the Great there and it's just like overflowed onto Gertrude Street. That's incredible. I saw Sam for the Great Friday Night at the Forum actually. Oh, fuck yeah. She was incredible. Her late her new album is so fucking good. Yeah, that new album's like absolute heat. It's not Australian music. It's African music from Zambia. Yeah. Um, and she's done she's this- in a- 
she resides in Australia for a percentage of the year. Really? Yeah, I think so. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, so and her records are just unbelievable and some of them that she sings in her local language. But yeah, she played at the forum, played live and like in a room that really loves out of 300 people, like it beats a festival of 20,000 people, I think, for a pure music sense. Yeah, I'd agree with that statement for sure. Um, I'm just like off the top of my head trying to think of what like my favourite, most intimate um, gigs that I've been to. Um, uh, like a place I used to work before they kind of blew up the Teskey brothers would play for free on a Sunday afternoon and just like I, I saw them two or three times and that was just really beautiful have a few pints just like room of 50 people and watch the Teskey brothers play some blues and deep south soul uh, it was uh, Bantu is the official language spoken in uh, Zambia, but Bemba is also a commonly used language there as well so I said something in between of those two words <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not envious that Gideon edits this podcast at all. Uh, so whatever, what are you playing? Um, you, got, you got Kit that's come off your wall. You're playing Leisure Center. I love those guys. Yeah, I, I bought that record from there in store at, at Northside as well. Um, geez, we just started plugging them heavily, heavily this week. Well, they they sell a lot of local music. Oh, that they do. They're sort of like, yeah, they're, not, you know, they're definitely the hub of the North. Um, I'm not sure who I'll open. I think actually, I think I'll open with Captain Ewax, which is the album that Kit Bennett uh, that local Fitzroy artist I mentioned earlier did did the album up for. Um, his style's quite iconic. It's a little bit cartoonish, but but also um, you know sort of like these manic kind of sketches. Gideon and I first came across him at this um, like warehouse art exhibit um, at the Collingwood Art Prison before they shut it down. Yeah, yeah. So all these artists came in and like bombed it and did these pieces, and I loved his. So I've had an eye for him ever since. And yeah, and then I'll probably go from there into natural selections, play some rainforest music, and finish on some cooking and three burners. Big, I will uh, play your uh, favorite record.
What do you think of those kids? I love Australian music, dude. Why? Yeah, it's as much as we, I love so the Latino one from. and the American one. We did pretty much the other week as well. And like Australian music's got its real own flavor to it. Yeah. Um, and it's a genre that we can't, it's going to be hard to even like call this one because I don't even know what to name it. Like it's not like, it's like indie electronic, I guess, for lack of a better description. Yeah, and then I fucked it up and played some soul at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but a hiatus coyote is not indie electronic. Yeah, I guess. exactly. Like, what is, what, like they're also soulful. I mean, and you know, the sort of that natural selection one nearly dipped a little bit into a bit of a house realm as well. Yeah, so it went all over the place a little bit, but it's all good and fun. But I'd say... Um, look, we do, you know, I reckon all of that stuff is sort of put out on local and independent labels anyway. So, yeah, Australian indie to sort of like combat the UK indie. It's true. Um, ah, well, guys, convict, that's, uh, convict indie, pirate indie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Proper pirate well, playlist. They literally came from the boats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what do we play next week? Uh, I reckon we're going to play some uh, gypsy wedding songs. Ooh, I was uh, I was gonna say circus gonna say music. That? Oh, <laughs> no, but just... gypsy circus wedding music, my favorite genre. Same. <laughs> right, guys, we'll see you. Uh, enjoy the long weekend. We'll uh, be back next week. Oh, it was a long weekend this weekend. When uh, it comes out, it'll be a long <laughs> weekend. It'll be a cup weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>